This week on the Media Virus Podcast. Not satisfied with watching the news and touching himself, a man in Madrid went out and touched a street reporter. License, registration, proof of insurance, cash, jewelry, watch, and phone. Roadside stick-up cops are sentenced in Cleveland. K9VD shows up in, and it, it seems to be transmitted in humans now. Shit in space in the B block, more on shit stuff and things, just the tips, 57, and whatever else we come up with on this 150th episode of the Media Virus Podcast. Hit the button. Where's my... Son of a... It's the Media Virus Podcast. Let's point and laugh at the world burning around us with executive producer Mike Latouris. We're going to start over. BBC correspondent Stanley McFadden. Makes me tingly in an unfamiliar way. Grease Monkey Pete. Damn, Big Daddy. Here's the thing about the Media Virus Podcast. It's really well done. And now, spreading the sage nihilism of an aged Gen Xer, your host and mine, the star of our show, the incomparable Matty Rock Death. <laughs> Hot damn, do we have a show for you people this week? I am Matty Rock Death, the maddiest of all Rock Deaths, and proof positive that anyone can have podcast speaking of welcome to the media virus podcast please like subscribe follow and share uh i want to take a minute and thank the new subscribers for their support whether it's on youtube facebook spotify apple podcast google podcast or if you're just checking us out on the mediavirus.com thank you yeah and thank you and as always you can give us a call here at 646 virus zero one that is 646 virus zero one might make on the show. Could yeah. happen. Guess, uh, you guys guess where I was this weekend. Mm. I was at the fucking beach. <laughs> the place you love. You've actually, I love the beach. I haven't made it there, but to drop off an Uber passenger this year. Yeah. And you I've hate been, the I've beach. been taking all your time. <laughs> you hate the beach. You've been there like every other week or two. Well, this time, at least it was Rehoboth. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, we were in, we were invited to a wedding. Uh, it was on Sunday. So we made a weekend out of it and we came home Monday, mm -hmm. but, uh, we made the mistake of not, you know, buying booze here and then taking it yeah. down there. Yeah. Um, you know, so the first night we got down there, we're going to have a party and, uh, like on the beach, uh, -huh. we got, we got late, we got there late and we got checked in and we were not cause, um, we're friends with these folks through her parents. So her parents were there too. Right. Right. So, but I had asked, uh, I had asked my, uh, son's mom to, you know, keep him that weekend. So it was just us, but we were just, you know, whatever, hanging out. And then we go try to meet up with them and they're finishing up at a restaurant. So we go meet up with them and they're finishing up and they say, Hey, we're going to have pizza and beers like on the, on the beach. Right. And we're like, okay. All right. So, um, you know, just to kind of contribute. You went to go get the beers. We went to go get 
not the beers, but some beer. they had beer. But you know, we went and got some beer. Like, right. And so we are going to the closest liquor store to where we were. That's not always the, the best option. No, not not even a little bit. Because uh, the closest one was in downtown Rehoboth. Yeah. It was, you know, that that up and that on the strip. Yeah. yeah. All, you can, do, all you can do is go up and then turn around and come back. Yeah. That's on Rehoboth you, Avenue. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Penny Lane. Oh, you, yeah. You, yeah. A, you went to the liquor store off of Penny Lane? Yeah. Oh, well, you, it was. You got butt raped. Fucking A, dude. <laughs> You're all the way downtown. Dude, $10 for a six pack of Yingling. Yeah, man. No. I, See, the secret to going to the liquor store down there is when you're coming into town, but not right a, right by the Walmart, there's Atlantic Liquors. And that that's that's sort of like uh, one of the bigger liquor stores up here. Uh, and then there's another big liquor store that's down for farther, uh, right in, right by the outlets, like where my where my dad's place used to be. And that's that's a good one. Those are the only two options. Uh, we passed these. We passed on the way there. So many of these billboards uh, that it used to say the fourth largest liquor store, right, in the United States, and then it was crossed out, and they put third. Huh. But it wasn't nearly as big, so it's the third largest. And all of these had the same, like the, all the billboards had exactly the same thing. So right. this was, so they were the third large, you know. But I'm like, why would you boast being the third largest liquor, like? And then you start to think about like how much shit do you gotta need to be in a liquor store? And then is it all liquor? Because Total Wine is a pretty big liquor store. Yeah, and I'm it's thinking a lot of shit. Does that make Total Wine the largest liquor store in the world? I don't I have no idea. Because I, really I was in there this morning, and that might be the largest liquor store I've ever been inside of. The total oh, the total wine by me? Yeah. Dude, it's huge. Yeah. But you cannot get a six pack of regular fucking beer. <laughs> you can't like you can't like you can't like get a six pack of you know of like Pabst. No, no, you you definitely have to buy a minimum of twelve. They have six 12. packs, uh huh. But it's all the you know more expensive, right? Every, six packs. The cheap stuff you have to go it's like 12. the Costco. It's the Costco. Right, the cheap stuff you have to buy like in bulk. Well, the, like you, I know I like. See, here's the thing: is I like the sometimes I want a beer that I know I like. They also have that one aisle that is singles of every craft beer that they've got in the store. Oh yeah, and then you can you can put a six pack together for like fifteen uh, bucks. It's insane. I'm like, I, do we need that? I don't know, man. I, do, we, do we need all this craft beer? I I bought two golden monkeys to go with the uh, with the twelve pack I bought. Right. I made it a fourteen pack. So you just and well, you like drink a golden monkey and then drink like four or five. Drink a golden monkey and see how far you can get into the rest of them. Yeah. <laughs> you have to open up the next, but it, I don't know. It's, but it's like Hogwarts. Yeah. Penny lane. Cause Penny lane's not really a lane. There's no road. No, it's an alley. It's an offshoot. Yeah. There's, it's an alley off of Rehoboth Avenue. Yeah. Like it's, and so I'm like walking and, and there is nothing I hate more than small shops. <laughs> That's all Penny lane is. It's all it is. I hate small shops. And it's not that I, it's just one of those things that anytime my parents ever took me into a small shop, I was getting beat. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Because yeah. I would knock something over or I would, you know, no matter how good I tried to be in any kind of small shop, I would fuck something up and then I would go get my ass kicked. 
So I have like this aversion to small shops, unless it's clothing, but I know I can't break anything. Right. You know what I mean? But like, like my mom used to take me into crystal shops all the time. Why the fuck would you take me into a crystal shop? Yeah. What were you thinking? Like asking for trouble. You know what I mean? Not, and I mean like those Wiccan fucking, yeah, they got, they got shit everywhere. That's supposed to be ultra, you know, they probably buy it from China pennies and they sell it to you for 40 fucking dollars. And then, but so that's what this liquor store is. And I'm looking at this liquor. I'm like, how the fuck does this liquor store make money? Because they're even, the only game in town, but even gouging the shit out of me, they made 15 bucks on a six pack and oh dude, a shot. Cause my wife has a toothache. Yeah. Airline bottle. But, so I was like, all right, we need, you need whiskey. Um, for some reason, vodka, tequila, gin, they don't work. Not the same. As well as whiskey. Whiskey is literally a medicine. And, and I, you know, I got her like a little, yeah, like a little airplane bottle. Five yeah. fucking dollars for yeah. a wood. I mean, it was Woodford Reserve, which used to be, I used to buy gallons of it for, you yeah. know. But airline bucks. bottles elsewhere are a dollar or two dollars. Yeah. I, I mean, in total one, you can buy some airline bottles of some good shit. It's like three, four dollars. Yeah. You're buying good shit. That's the, you know. You know, it's top shelf liquor because it's right. <laughs> it's three dollars. Not fucking Woodford Reserve. But, you know, all in all, I see that's the thing, too, is I had a I wanted to, you know, grab a lot of these women's asses. I but mean, there was I, there was video cameras everywhere, everywhere, because it's a wedding and it's, you know, like a like a, you know, the before wedding and the, there's video cameras all over the fucking place. Yeah. And so even I'm not going to take the risk of being caught, you know, on camera. But uh, this guy did not give a fuck. No, no fucks were given. The, the newsreel, uh, the newsreel was running. He just went up and grabbed her fucking focus. In the headlines today, Spanish police have arrested a man for a shocking in- incident of sexual assault on live television. Reporter Isa Bellado was covering a, a robbery in Madrid for the Channel Cuatro when the perpetrator approached her from behind and groped her. Bellotto, just for everybody out there, that's Channel Four. Just so you know. Thank you. Yeah. Bellotto courageously confronted the man and tried to continue her report, but the host, Nacho Abad, insisted on the assailant's face. On His fucking name was camera. Nacho? Nacho Abad. It, it, it sounds like it, it, it's like some horribly offensive abomination of Like if you put slurs. that in an American movie, you would get... Yeah, like if you put a newscaster on 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 Channel Ocho or Channel Quattro and called him his name was Nacho Abad, the Spanish the Muslim. Would, yeah, the, the left <laughs> would go fucking crazy. And now for Channel Quattro, Nacho Abad. You think? Oh, the that's Spanish. what it is. He was Muslim, so his parent. What it probably was his parent. Just like you would go when when you go to America, you try to Americanize <laughs> your name. So. You know, that's what he did. It's like, oh, it's our first baby born in Spain. Let's name him Nacho. I don't know. <laughs> and his brother Taco. <laughs> right. Because that's his sister, Ch- his sister Chimichanga. Did, did you guys watch the video? Because all of those, all of those. Oh, the video is terrific. All of those Mexican things are consumed in Spain frequently. I mean, they named the kid Nacho. I don't know if it's Nacho. I don't know what the fuck. The incident, which occurred uh, on Tuesdays, sparked outrage and condemnation both online and from government officials. Labor Minister Yolanda Diaz tweeted, 
it's a machismo that makes journalists suffer sexual assaults like this. And the aggressors are unrepentant in front of the camera. How many other sex? I mean, how many other newscasters have been sexually assaulted uh, on I'm, channel four? I'm not sure, Apparently but, but, uh, there is a, I, I, I don't know. This is a rash of things. We have to find this out. This disturbing incident comes uh, as Spain grapples with issues of sexism following an incident in which former president of Spain's football federation kissed the national team player on the lips after the Women's World Cup final last month. Don't, it, isn't that like a thing? Media, that everybody kisses on the lips in Europe? Not the, not the way that this dude did it. Like, I mean, he went up there and... Uh, yeah, he, he, he got in tongue. there. He checked her... Media consoles. Yeah. Media said Media Asset España, the owner of Quattro. Media Media Asset España, the owner of Quattro, issued a strong statement saying, We fully support Isa Bellato, reporter for Emboca de Todos, which means on everyone's lips, after the absolutely intolerable situation she has suffered today. The incident underscores an urgent need to address harassment and aggression, particularly against women in the media. For more updates on this story, hang around with us here at the Media Virus Podcast. I'm Professor Mike Latouris. Back to you in the studio, Matt. Are we going to... You got the video there or no? Yeah, I do. I, I, I do have a... a Why don't you share that up? Let's, let's, let's give everybody a play-by-play on this. Uh... There's it, It's really not even that... Um, Entail. It's not I mean, that graphic. By the time I get it to play, we're probably gonna have to play it a second time for everybody to see it. Um. Well, I so I saw this one where they edited all this footage like together, and they edited the the, the newscaster like excoriating the guy. Yeah, it would have been really nice if you gave me that footage, but thanks, thanks, man. Oh no, I that was it was in the story <laughs> in the link list. Just assumed. What happens when you assume, Matt? It's true. It's absolutely true. All right, so right now we see a spinny circle. Yeah, it's loading up. So it's it's loading up. So she was on TV. Uh, here it comes. This, this is the one, I think. And she's doing a story or whatever. This dude comes up. He just came up and just grabbed her ass. He's like, I'm on TV. So the sound is bad. Can that guy just grab your ass? Yeah. I, I can't understand that stupid guy. This stupid guy, so they want to go get the guy. Now they're interviewing. He's like, hey, we're doing a live show and I'm working. You just got, you came up. I didn't touch you, He's like, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. You, what, you fucking idiot? Sorry. Dude, he, he fucks with her hair as, as he walks away. What? And, oh, he's, oh, he comes back. Yeah. Oh, here, he is getting, here he is getting hauled off. That's the, this is the video I saw. Yeah, the, the staff from Quattro called and, and had him locked up because he came back and wouldn't bug off. Yeah, like if you're going to do shit like that, you got you to gotta fuck off quick. I think that's the, oh uh, shit. There's the football. The president <laughs> oh man! That, so we were talking about the Spanish Football Federation. Luis yeah. That's him. And uh, he resigned after weeks of public pressure because uh, he literally 
shoved his tongue down her throat. And that footage was courtesy of Al Jazeera News at aljazeera.com. Yes, the enemy's news is the only one that will tell you the truth anymore. Well, you know, it's always better to, to know your enemy ahora, better than you keep your fr friends close, keep your enemies closer. And now it won't go away. There we are. So, yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, I, I, fucking I, stupid. That's that's almost as stupid as being a cop and pulling people over and stealing and then fucking robbing them. Well, who's gonna believe it when 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 somebody says, "Hey, man, that cop! Not only did he pull me over, he jacked my wallet. Did he give out tickets too? Probably. Yeah. I mean, they they were pulling people over, giving them tickets, and robbing them. I think." <laughs> Two former East Cleveland, Ohio police officers have been handed down prison sentences for their involvement in a shocking case of corruption. A dis district court mouth's not working. A district court judge delivered these sentences earlier this week, shedding light on the actions that have tarnished the reputation of the East Cleveland Police Department. Willie Sims, 32, and his partner, Alfonso Cole, 35, have been found guilty of stealing thousands of dollars from individuals they had pulled over during routine traffic stops. The gravity of their actions became evident when the court learned that from July 2020 to July 2021, they had pilfered a total of $14,781 from six victims while on official duty. Furthermore, Cole was responsible for swiping two firearms, for some of, from some of these victims, adding to the severity of the crime. During the sentencing, Cuyahoga County Common Pleas Judge Michael J. Russo expressed his disdain for the officers' actions, stating that they had brought disgrace to the ranks of the hardworking officers who should instill confidence in the public. He emphasized the importance of the trust in the criminal justice system and how this trust had been shaken by their actions. This uh, da, 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 da. sorry, story continues. The arrest of Sims and Coles came on July 9th, 2021, following a motorist report to the East Cleveland Police Department that they had been subjected to a four thousand dollar robbery during a routine traffic stop at a gas station. The victim, scheduled to give a statement in court, later changed his mind out of fear of retaliation. One particularly distressing incident involved a 21-year-old man en route to pay for his mother's funeral services when he fell victim to the officer's robbery. These officers' arrests have unveiled a broader investigation into the East Cleveland Police Department, with more than a dozen current and former officers facing charges for various offenses, including former police chief Scott Gardner, who stands accused of fraud, theft, money laundering, and tampering with records. Gardner, however, has denied these allegations. The disturbing pattern of abuse included an incident on July 7, 2020, when Sims responded to a gas station altercation involving a 52-year-old victim. During this encounter, a firearm the victim was carrying accidentally fell out, along with $3,850 in cash. Sims proceeded to confiscate the money and arrest the victim and impound the vehicle. In another incident, incident uh, on November 8, 2020, Sims took a $1,300 from a 34-year-old victim who later revealed that Sims had used various pretexts to stop him and then made off with his money. A third incident on July 8, 2021, saw Sims 
stopping a victim at a gas station using physical force and subsequently pilfering $781 and suspected marijuana oh, wait, edibles what, from the victim's vehicle. What kind of oh, marijuana edibles too, motherfucker? Oh, you son of a bitch. But please tell me that this was all on dash cam. Please tell me this cop was too, too dumb to turn off the fucking dash cam. Like, they don't get specifically into it, but yeah, I mean, most, that's, that's the way that most things are getting conducted now. So, I mean, uh, so on dash cam, he fucking just holds people up. Just, uh, it doesn't say that that's not how it's going. And, and most departments are, are dash camming and, and, and body cam and everything. Like the officers can't turn it off. They can turn it off, but it also logs that. And sometimes when they turn it off, it only turns off the video and continues the audio. It, it it really depends on the air. It it depends on on where you are, um, and and how the rules are written. But yeah, crazy. Yeah, but, I mean, sure what would you is. do if you were a cop? You, you know, you got a gun. <laughs> you know I mean, I, mean, I thought honestly, most of them were in it for the free donuts, but apparently there's some other other things that that come up. Fringe benefits. When do we get the freaking guns? Um. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. So something happened. Really? I on, yeah, I pulled on a cord. I need to get a breaking news bumper. <laughs> something that I can throw on in a situation just as this. I don't know where the fuck the plug is to my second monitor. Uh, and it's driving me up a wall. Yeah, I don't know your setup that well. Oh, you would you would shit if you saw my setup. You'd be like, I can't I can't believe you live like this. <laughs> yeah, I have. Th- ironically, I have the same setup. Like I my I so I have this um all this stuff kind of. Oh wait, there it is. All right, that's what's going. Media virus news. Ladies and gentlemen, according to Matty Rockteth, something has happened. I, I jiggled my foot. My foot was somehow stuck in the uh, the, the, the the rat king. That's my, that's that's on my floor, right? Um, and I just moved my leg out, and my light had shut off, and my uh, my second monitor went out. Uh. so I got my light to turn back on. But I couldn't find it. The the I forgot that I had the Man. monitor and the camera on the same multi plug, uh-huh. which is plugged into another multi plug. The camera has a battery, so uh-huh. when it gets unplugged, it's going to continue to go. Right. And I saw the so, the so now everything's on the floor. But it was because uh, I had it just hanging really nilly wherever the. Okay, hang it from. Uh, wow, I feel I feel I feel uh, sort of proud of my setup. I have a single power strip on a tray table next to me. All of my power connections are there. Yeah. Little Mr. I don't have, I don't have, nearly, I don't have <laughs> nearly as much equipment running as you two, though. Well, no, you're using your phone and a computer. 
it, it's going to get worse. No, I have my phone. I have a computer. I have my ring light, and I have the board. Okay. Oh, but right, I know the correction. I know you guys are running more equipment. I am. I'm just. It's going to get worse because uh, when I move the studio, I'm going to have the opportunity to make some adjustments and possibly have a desktop machine dedicated to the to the show. Ooh, it's very exciting. I, I, um, I don't know that that's going to work, but I'm going to I'm going to try that. So, okay, hey, here's the don't thing. We have one more story to do. Yeah, we do. Let's get through that. Thanks, thanks, Pete. Because we got like ten minutes. <sighs> All right, just tell him. Thanks. Do we still have time for your story, Matt? Or was it a long one? I forget what I was. I was. I was just gonna like. You know how many times I've like tried to set up the perfect workstation, and then it only works for like a week. Yeah, and then you find out what's wrong a, with it. And then you figure out what's wrong with it. Yeah, I was just. That's. I was just gonna. You know, something like that's been happening in the UK. Um, there's an infectious <laughs> disease found in dogs, and it's begun. It. They think it's begun to spread with humans. A canine disease that has rarely been reported in humans has been identified in two individuals in the United Kingdom. Uh, brucellosis. Yeah, brucellosis. Caused by brucella canis. Brucella canis was previously only seen in dogs imported to the UK, but since 2020 has been spreading between local dogs and a report by the Human Animal Infections and Risk Surveillance Group released on September 18th reveals. Huh. That sentence just didn't really come together. Didn't make any sense. Yeah. As of July 2023, two laboratory-confirmed cases of B. canis human infection have been identified in the UK, a report stated. One case was identified from a clinical suspicion after presenting at a hospital. A second case had no clinical symptoms and uh, worked at a veterinary practice was and was identified through the follow-up of individuals exposed to positive dogs. In both incidents, the implicated dogs were not known to be infected at the time of the human exposure, but subsequently tested positive. So not only did they get this disease from a dog, they gave it to another one. Sounds like it. So hang on while I get a little deeper into this. This outbreak among UK native dogs is likely to result of breeding in, in kennels, leading to contact with contact and mating with uh, imported dogs or the offspring of imported dogs. The disease is endemic in parts of Eastern Europe, including Romania, uh, from where many of the dogs are imported to the UK. B. canis is a bacteria that can infect dogs and is transmitted via genital, conjunctival, and oronasal mucosae, uh, usually during social, grooming, and sexual activities between the dogs. So, I don't know if you picked up on what I said, but here's the, the long and short of it is. The, the mucus from your eyes, nose, mouth, and junk is how this gets passed a, 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 from dog to dog. So it's dog VD. It's venereal diseases for dogs. But I, dude, you're, it's, you're talking about mucus from the nose and tongue. Dude, I, listen, all right. I know I've you never French fucked my dog, right? And I, I've, <laughs> but your French kids are all the time. <laughs> dude, I was asleep. This is like last week. I'm asleep, right? So, and I'm like, uh, and then 
I was awakened by the the dog licking the inside of my mouth. <laughs> She's like a man on the street in Spain. <laughs> it was she just dark, rolls up and jams Spanish. her tongue in your mouth. Dude, I was like, I was like laying there. I guess I was laying with my mouth open. And she's like, <laughs> I was like, ah. He had and a sandwich. Did, <laughs> now she did it on purpose to wake me the fuck up. Hey, there's a sandwich in there. <laughs> she like, you know, she was waking me up is what she was doing. Right. Because I was, I was, you know, it was she, late and she wanted to go outside. She was spitting on it. She was ready to go in after that sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> But it was so fucking, but I mean, if, if I got to, can you seriously though, can you imagine going to your doctor and you're, you're sitting there and it's like, I don't know what's wrong doc. And the doc's like, well, it's, hmm, it, it's Brucellus. I think you've been fucking dogs. <laughs> it's Brucellus. <laughs> Have you fucked a dog lately? <laughs> uh, Miss, Mr. Rock Def, Have you fucked a dog recently? <laughs> I mean, seriously though, like, <sighs> And it's embarrassing if the people that the people in question, you know, didn't fuck a dog and it was Well yeah, I mean you know maybe you they know, maybe they just had accused. some Yeah, I mean maybe they just had some some consensual oral sex with the dog. So wait. Because <laughs> that's not as bad. <laughs> Is it like herpes that you get symptoms like where the contact happens? Uh let's see. The disease has an incubation period ranging from weeks to years, the report states. Symptoms of the condition in humans include fever, headaches, muscle pain, and in very rare cases, complications including endocarditis, arthritis, meningitis, and even Guillain-Barre syndrome. Uh, There have been no recorded human deaths uh, from this disease. There are no reports of human-to-human contact of B-canis, although it is theoretically possible as a blood as blood transfusion, organ transplantation, and transmission via contact with reproductive tissues have been reported for other Brucella species, including... Uh, First, we had to worry about feline AIDS. Now this. Yeah, I mean... You get- now dog herpes. <laughs> First, it's the cat AIDS, then it's the dog gonorrhea. I mean, where, where does it end? <laughs> dog gonorrhea. <laughs> That's a good one. It's basically what it is. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use Dog that. gonorrhea. Dog gonorrhea. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, get that for the end of the show. Well, dog gonorrhea. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, stop fucking your dogs, people. Who that that uh, Penn State professor has probably got to get checked out. You know. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing well, it that, was in Europe, and it's a it's a European dog disease. You know how you uh, stay in the sh- stay safe in the shower in a Pennsylvania jail? <laughs> Get caught fucking your dog in the park. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, you probably got that dog VD. I don't get no dog VD. Because <laughs> nobody wants to get dog. It's like monkeypox. Nobody wants that. <laughs> You know what I mean? Right. That's, oh, I, see if there if you didn't if you didn't need another reason not to fuck your dog. <laughs> you know, if you did need that, then there you go. But I didn't need another reason. No, I'm I'm not I'm to, straight. No. Uh, which is the reason I don't fuck my dog. <laughs> right. Like, I have a girl dog, so it would be perfectly acceptable. Oh wait. 
<laughs> well, since we don't quite know what we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen, I think I'm going to throw the brakes on and, and, and jam this bitch into park over here on the curb. We'll be back shortly with the B block here on the media virus podcast, episode 150. Uh, as we draw this a block to an end, I'd like to remind everybody that, uh, your top three news is brought to you each and every week by 30246Voice, My Sports Art Shop. Uh, you can check them out on Redbubble and MySportsReports.com and the Disruptive Minds podcast with our good friend Staff Writer Bill out there doing a serious podcast, making us look like a bunch of jack-offs over here on the media virus. But that's okay. We love to see Bill succeed. And uh, quite frankly, we like to listen to him a lot of the time too because he's 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 putting together a quality podcast out there. Um, I'm going to do a quick little um, bit for 30246 Voice, and I'm going to play us out of here. Uh, we'll be back with the B Block. And in the B Block, we're going to get into some stuff and some some things like we did last week. So we'll be right... Da, 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 where did it go? There, we'll be right back after this. Hi, I'm Mike, and I want to make audiobooks with you. If you have a book that needs a voice, Michael D. Pico is the voice that your book needs. Authoritative yet pleasant, smooth and consistent, Michael's voice is perfect to read your book for all to hear. Book Michael at 302-46-VOICE. Hey, this is Timmy B. from the Fight Insight Podcast. You're listening to the Media Virus Podcast on the Media Virus Podcast Network. That's A-Block. Recording stopped.